I just think of Dr. K in the 80s with a mustache dressed up like John Travolta just trying to rip it up. Keyword trying. Um, anyway, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Do We Love It podcast. This is your host, Dr. Water with Lemon, recording live from the Gen A Studios. Whew! I feel like we haven't talked in a while. Um... I mean, I guess it's been a week. Got to keep in touch. Um, Today's agenda. Do we love the April activity challenge? So, we have a little activity contest going. Uh, It all started because the weekend prior, the last weekend of March, myself some others we uh we went out with the bang and by Sunday it was just like we feel like fat bastards like we need something we need to sign up for something we need maybe a race or a bet or something I'm I'm a man of little motivation if there's not incentive so we decided to make an activity challenge. Basically, the way it works is certain activities deem certain amount of points. Uh, I can't remember all of them off the top of my head, but we have a group of, I want to say, eight competitors. uh, And based on activities you like to do that was added in, um, example, like surfing is a point, Going for a walk over two miles is a point. Bike ride for 30 plus miles is three points. Uh, If you hit the rowing machine, that's two points. Lifting weights is two points. Meditating is a point. Yoga is a point. Um, If you do uh, like an organized workout class like Orange Theory or Straight Up Barry's Boot Camp, uh, that's three points. Uh, So we got a whole spreadsheet down and... I'm pretty fired up about the participants in it because we cover a fairly wide age range as well as, um, I was going to say demographic, but that's, I guess that's age range, uh, geographic location. Um, we have participants in Minnesota, California, Charlotte, uh, Indianapolis, North Car- the other North Carolina, Raleigh, um, 
I'm going to get hammered if I forget somebody, huh? Uh, Providence. So basically what we do is each morning you input your points from the night before. uh, And then we'll see at the end of the day. And pretty, pretty sure I have the most riding on it because I think I have an individual wager with almost everybody in the group. Um, but yeah, we have an age range of 27 to, well, Mr. Dr. Professor, he's probably, he's got to be at least 76. So we got that going. Um, so right now, uh, we have one female participant. Uh, her code name is the chick. Uh, the chick's wiping the floor with everyone. Um, we might need to fly somebody out do maybe a little bit of an audit. Um, right now I'm in second place, but then again, I haven't checked the results this morning. Um, and as far as the wagers, uh, a lot of them are food bets. I love a good food bet. Um, one, I like really good food. I have a, uh, a refined palate or maybe definitely not refined, but a adventurous palate. Uh, so anything you throw at me, I'm down down to chow. Um, nothing better than having a friend, confidant, if you will, pick up the tab. And if you lose, at the end of the day, it's not so bad because you get to go out and grab a bite and a beer with your buddy. So I got in a... I got a bet going for O'Connell's and Huntington Beach Sports Bar, uh, a meal out in Raleigh, steakhouse in Providence, Rhode Island, and then we have a couple other wagers. Uh, I have a wager with Easy where the loser has to clean the toilet and the rest of the bathroom. Trust me, you don't want to clean this bathroom. And I also have another bet with the Miser, Not So Fatty Cakes, and Finch. It's a four-way bet. We haven't ironed out the details completely on who does what. But essentially, it started with uh, the Doctor and the Miser. And the bet was when we see each other in the summer... There's a little cocktail bar called the Five O'Clock Club. I shouldn't call it a cocktail bar. It is a supper club. Excuse me, uh, Mr. Smiley, also another participant. Um, It's a supper club in Wisconsin, which I don't know if we've gone over supper clubs in Wisconsin. So let's get on the agenda today. Do we love supper clubs? So Wisconsin is home of the supper club, which is... It's kind of like a, a meat and potatoes type restaurant where the dinner's served early, uh, it's local, they have cocktails, you know, type of place where you can get like a, a $15, $20 prime rib special. Um, and they all serve old fashions. So in Minnesota, I'm going to get hammered for this if, if, uh, if the Smy guy is listening, but their old fashions, I believe... They use brandy instead of whiskey. That's like a classic Wisconsin old-fashioned. So 
our bet is the loser has to pay for the old fashions and the winner gets to dress the loser for the five o'clock club. So it then turned into a three-way bet where we were going back and forth like, okay, does, should, should there be two winners that dress one loser or should there be one winner that dresses two losers? Misery loves company. So right now it's one winner dressing two losers. Now with a fourth person, we haven't decided if it's going to be one winner dressing three losers or two winners dressing two losers. Hmm. Well, I was going to discuss with everybody, but then again, this is a podcast and it's a monarchy podcast, so... I think we're going to decide right here and now. Do we love two winners and two losers or one winner and three losers? So, obviously the one winner is very high risk, high reward. Um, you kind of, you got to be real confident to say you only want one winner. But the glory is just pretty could be great something to keep in mind these are these are people i have to see at trade up functions that's those are the type of people that you're gonna see forever function people aka family members but these are not just family members but also family members that are at functions so this is something that if you take down if you're the sole winner you got something to hang over three people's head at any family function huge on the other hand if you have two winners and two losers it is kind of nice to celebrate the win with somebody else like you can kind of cheers in the other two people's misery and then as opposed to wanting to so then like at functions you know 10 years down the road you the two winners can hold it over the head of the two losers and you can kind of cheers to that so then you have like two people who are like oh boy i don't want to see the doctor he's going to talk about that time of that bet but then there's also one person who's like oh i'm so fired up to talk about the time we smoked them Misery does love company, but so does celebration. Would you rather be miserable alone or celebrate alone? Wow. I don't know where that came from, but I might might need to take a pause. Straight up sit on that one for five minutes. I think I'd rather be miserable alone. I don't know if I fall into the whole misery loves company thing. I think when I'm miserable, I kind of do just want to be by myself. Um, But when you get like a nice win under the belt, definitely want somebody to celebrate with. So, full circle, we're going to do two winners and two losers. May the best two men win, 
and may the two fattest fucks go to the bar wearing dresses. So we settled that and then also coming full circle, do we love Wisconsin supper clubs? That's a big old yes. I mean, what's not to like about that? A good meal at a reasonable price, uh, communal type feel, and best of all, early hours. Um, I mean, I'm not too well-versed in the supper club game. It's definitely something I'm, uh, I'm working on, lifelong student of the supper club game. But they close early. Like, they're, they're talking out here. They want to move closing time to, I think they said, like, 3 or 4 a.m. Um, why? Like, I already hate that it's 2 a.m. I'm, if I'm at a bar at 2 a.m., I'm not happy. Why would we move it to 4 a.m.? If anything, we talked about this earlier. A little suggestion from Easy. If you're going to move closing time to 4 a.m., just move it to 6 a.m. Because then I can be sheets by 9 and then be there at like 5, 5.30 to catch the end of the night. Get a little 8 hours in, a couple REM cycles, a couple cocktails at 5.30, close the bar, take a nap. So, something to chew on. So, I'm, I either want closing time to be 6 a.m. or 10 p.m., which is kind of supper club time. So, I'm all in on supper clubs. Uh, I'm all in on the activity challenge for uh, any of the participants. Just a heads up. Put up three points this morning. Where are you at? So, hope everybody has a good week. Going camping in Joshua Tree with, I don't know how many people. It seems like it's kind of snowballing a little bit. The only concern right now is that there's limited parking. There's eight parking spots. Um, I don't know if anybody here has seen the Fire Festival documentary, but if you have, I feel like this big campground in Joshua Tree is going in that direction. So... Hope for the best, and we'll see. Let's get a little jam to send this out. Too bad. Look at our life now. Some perfect world